This episode of the Derek Diamond Experience is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash nerdcave. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. You're listening to the Nerd Cave Network. Derek, Derek, Derek. Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. Diamond. Experience! What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 164 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. Uh, here doing another Facebook Live AMA Q&A. I uh, was supposed to do the DC Cinematic Universe roundtable tonight, but uh, due to some scheduling conflicts, we were not able to do that. Uh, so I'm here doing, uh, doing a Facebook Live video. Cindy Weatherford's joined. How's it going? Uh, I do have a few questions uh, already pre, uh, I guess, pre-asked that I will, uh, that I'll start off with. Um, these are from Mary Jane Gardner. Quite a few questions, actually some good ones. Uh, Eddie Murray's joined Brittany Lane Smith has joined and Lucas Killam has joined and Courtney Wells has joined. Wow. Already nine people. That's crazy. Uh, favorite Disney movie pre 2000. That's easy. Uh, Aladdin. Aladdin's my all time favorite Disney movie. I remember going to see it in the old uh, University Mall Theater in the food court. I saw Aladdin, Lion King, and the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles there. Uh, so that place uh, had some big memories for me, a lot of fun ones. Um, but Aladdin's my all-time favorite Disney movie and easily pre-2000. Eddie says Lion King. That's a good one, too. That's probably my number two. My top three would be Aladdin... Lion King and Toy Story would be my uh, would be my top three. Uh, favorite Disney villain since two thousand. Now I haven't seen a lot of the animated movies uh, since since two thousand. Really, Anna Striano's joined. How's it going? Um, so I, I kind of divided this into two different categories. I picked a live action, and I picked uh, an animated. Live action would be Barbosa from the original Pirates of the Caribbean, one of my favorite live action Disney movies. Uh, and the actor who played uh, Barbosa, I, I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but he did an amazing job. Um, and animated, I'm actually going to go with Lotso from Toy Story 3. I thought him having kind of a, a tragic backstory, and you kind of got to see why he became the way that he was. Not that I agreed with it, but. It was kind of, you know, a, a tragic villain in a way. So the, those would be my favorite Disney villains post-2000. Um, 101 Dalmatians or Aristocats? Uh, 101 Dal... Uh, Luke says Jeffrey Rush. Thank you, Luke. Um, I'd pick 101 Dalmatians just because I like the characters more. And Aristocats isn't a bad movie, but the only thing I really remember from that movie were the scenes with the two dogs. And those were really funny, but, you know, 101 Dalmatians, you think of Jasper and Horace, one of the the greatest, the greatest duos of the bumbling idiots of the Disney universe. Uh, and Cruella DeVille is one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite uh, villains as well. Uh, if I could live in any Disney world, what would it be? I assume this means like a Disney movie. Which one could I live in? Um, I would say Sword in the Stone because I'm a huge fan of the 
uh, medieval type era. And I love the King Arthur story. So it would be cool to live in that era with, you know, swords and bow and arrow and all that fun stuff. Thoughts on Justice League. I actually liked Justice League quite a bit. It was a very fun movie and you have to take it for what it is. And a lot of people are bashing it, but I don't, I don't entirely agree with it. There were some things I didn't like about it, but I, I did actually really enjoy it. I liked uh, the way all the uh, characters worked together. Really liked the flash, even though I'm a huge fan of the show. I was worried about uh, Ezra Miller's portrayal, but he really made it his own. And I thought he did a very good job with it. I really liked cyborg. Aquaman was actually cool for once. So it was a fun movie. I actually really liked Justice League. Uh, Eddie says the Flash needed his backstory. They'll go through it uh, in the Flash solo movie. That's They're taking a different approach than Marvel did. They're doing this movie first, and then everybody's kind of branching off, and you'll see Aquaman's backstory, Flash's backstory, so on and so forth. And then one thing that makes you happy. Uh, this was kind of going off the, the haters club that we did a few weeks ago. Um, something, honestly, I think that makes me happy and I'll be completely serious when I say this, is actually when I do something, if I can do something for someone that makes them truly happy. That's what I like to do. I like to make my friends happy. Uh, Eddie says Blue Wahoos. The people of Blue Wahoos make me happy, yes. Uh, let's see, going back up here to see if there are any questions. What all did you have to do for the CBS Sportsnet broadcast this past weekend? How did you enjoy it? Any other thoughts? Um, well, I actually have to thank Luke for giving me the opportunity to work the Emerald Coast Classic in Niceville this past weekend. I actually got to do talent stats, which means I got to sit next to uh, the commentators and feed them, you know, little nuggets of information that they may not know uh, while they're calling the game. So say if like Maryland's on a 12 point run, you know, I just write down on a piece of paper, Maryland, 12 unanswered points, slide it over to them. And, you know, they might mention it on the air. They might not. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, not the most difficult work that I've done, but it was still a really cool opportunity to get to work on an actual, you know, CBS professional broadcast. And it was a lot of fun. And I got to watch, you know, Luke's amazing camera work. So, you know, I got paid to do that. Uh, let's see. Mary Jane says, aw. Yeah, I, I, Luke's, Luke's good. Luke's good. I, I, I can't deny that. Uh, so does anybody have any questions that they would like to ask? You can ask anything. I mean, this is an AMA. You can ask, um, you know, stuff about movies. It doesn't even have to be about movies. It can be about really anything. Um, I'm, I'm an open book, so that's, that's why I'm here. We've actually got 10 people now that have joined, which is kind of crazy. Let's see. We've got uh, uh, Tyler Huffman's joined, Josh Marshall, Blake Baylor, Tyler Bruner, and Jacob Sasser is joined. Uh, and Meredith Wolf is joined. Mary Jane says blue or red. Oh, that's easy. Blue. Blue's always been my favorite color. Uh, there, there's a, kind of a developing gag going that most of my wardrobe is blue. And it really is. Like, I think for... I'll wear blue to work at least three or four out of the five days of the week. It's, it's pretty wild. Uh, but like I said, blue is my favorite color. Uh, it, it's a no-brainer. Anna asks, are aliens real? Yes, I do believe there is extraterrestrial life. Uh, that could be something that we talk about in Space Club tomorrow. Uh, who knows? But I, I do believe, I think there's, 
I'll get to your que- question in a minute, Luke. Um, yeah, I think there's no way that out of, you know, everything that's out there in the galaxy that we're the only intelligent life out there. There's absolutely no way. So yes, I do believe that aliens or other intelligent life forms are out there. Uh, Luke asks, how do you spell your name? D-E-R-R-I-C-K question mark. So this is kind of another running gag that's been going on. Um, there's quite a few different ways to spell my name. Excuse me. And, um, a lot of people, well, I will say a lot of people, there are some people um, at my place of employment who still do not know how to spell my name. And it's interesting because, you know, in my email signature, it has my full first and last name. And even on other like print material in the office, it's, you know, it's spelled wrong. And at first it didn't bother me, but then like the more I noticed it, the more it kind of got under my skin and it's, it seems to have gotten better, but it's really just kind of a, a running gag and everything. So yeah, Mary Jane, we, we know who it is. Um, I actually do like the D A R E apostrophe K. It's almost like, a. uh, it reminds me of that film survey that I worked on cause that's S U R apostrophe V I. So it's almost like a post-apocalyptic version of myself, which is pretty awesome. Uh, Anna asked, will they be like the ones in Men in Black? Because I'm watching that right now and it's stressing me out. Who knows? I, I, I would like to think they're not. Uh, as long as they're not like a giant roach, that would be that would be good. Uh, are you watching the first one or are you watching one of the other ones? Uh, Josh asks, saw this question while at Disney Hollywood Studios. Would you prefer ride where you're a pilot in a pod racer or on a speeder bike on indoor? Uh, that's actually a good question. Um, I would probably say a pod race would be, I would prefer that because even though Phantom Menace wasn't a great movie, the pod racing sequence was pretty awesome. Uh, Luke asks, favorite kind of dog? My favorite dog of all time is a beagle, but Corgi is a very close second. And I should have worn my Corgi shirt that I got last week. Um, see, Anna says the first one. Yeah, the first one's easily the best one, but the the third the third one wasn't terrible. Um, Mary Jane, when are we going to be able to watch the movie you worked on? Wasn't the film festival a couple of weeks ago? Uh, there's still a couple of things that needs to be done with editing, uh, but after that is done, it should be made to the public fairly soon. Um, Sarah asks, "What's something that everyone is obsessed with that you don't get the point of?" Zombies. I know the craze has kind of died down a little bit, but I never got into the zombie phase at all. That and the vampires, that was such a huge thing in the, like the late two thousands, early 20 teens, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I just never, I just never got into that. It, it, it's, it was just weird to me. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. I don't what you, the listeners, uh, what something that everyone's obsessed with that you don't get the point of. I'd like to know that as well. Uh, yeah, I can't really think of anything else at the moment. Uh, so let's see, I'm waiting on other questions. This thing's running kind of slow tonight. Um, while we wait, uh, let's see pumpkin spice. I can kind of, oh yeah, Mary Jane says pumpkin spice. I can kind of get that, though I do like the pumpkin spice stuff, uh, but I do prefer, I will say, the um, 
the holiday drinks like the you know the peppermint mocha or you know just peppermint drinks in general I really like because I think somewhere is doing a peppermint shake but I don't know where um, and I saw a sign for it on the way home today but I cannot remember it um, fidget spinners yeah I don't really even think of those as a thing you know I know they're a huge craze but it's something that doesn't even really cross my mind that much. Now I really want a peppermint mocha from Starbucks. I may have to go get one after this is over. I mean, I I mean, I went and got tater tots after the last one, so I might go get a peppermint mocha after this one. Uh, my mom asked, almost Star Wars time, who is Rey? Um, well, for those who haven't seen The Force Awakens, Rey is one of the new characters. Um, she has a mysterious background. Nobody really knows who she is. I have two theories on who she is. I think she's either Obi-Wan's granddaughter, which I would actually really like, or she is the daughter of Han and Leia. And it ends up she's Kylo Ren's sister. That I think is the more likely route they go with. But I think him or not him, but her being Obi-Wan's granddaughter would actually be kind of cool. Uh, let's see. Anna says Stranger Things. Stranger Things is a good show. I, I still haven't watched season two, but I like Stranger Things. Uh, Sarah says Man Buns. Yeah, Man Buns are are kind of odd. Donna Kirby's joined. Welcome, Donna. How's it going? Yeah, I thought about doing a Man Bun once when my hair was longer, but just never, never did it. Like it could barely get into a ponytail. So it may not have been quite long enough for that, even though... I think it was Casey at work one time offered to braid my hair for me and I promptly ran away because I was I was very scared of that. Uh, so I did not get my hair braided. But yeah, the the, the longer hair, yeah, it was it, it was a fun time, even though I should have tried the man. But maybe if I'd stuck with it a little bit longer, I should have done it. Uh, Travis Whitfield has joined. Uh, Anna says, I am good at braiding if you ever need that. Well, I don't know if I'll have longer hair again. Maybe one day I will, but, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll tell the story, actually, of my breaking point with the longer hair. A couple of weeks ago, I was down uh, on the field at the stadium, and I was rolling up a camera cable, and it was really windy that day, and it blew my hair into my mouth, and it was really disgusting. So at that moment, I just said, nope. It's had a good run, but it's it's time for it to go. And two days later, got my hair cut. So it's been, uh, I kind of miss it in a way, but it's, it's nice not having to wash as much hair. Uh, let's see. Cindy asked, Frosty or Rudolph? Uh, Frosty the Snowman. Uh, both Anna and Mary Jane ask, favorite Christmas song? It's close between You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, and I think this is the title for it, but it's We Need a Little Christmas. You know, it's We Need a Little Christmas right this very minute. That one's a lot of fun. I like the Muppets version. Um, I used to have the CD. I might still have it at my parents' house, but uh, it's called Nick at Night Classic Cartoon Christmas, and it's got the songs from the old like claymation movies like Rudolph, Frosty, uh, Year Without a Santa Claus. Oh, um... The Snow Miser song is one of my favorites, too, just because I like to annoy people with it. 
Um, but yeah, that was a really fun CD and it's got the Muppet version of that song, which I really like. So let's see. Uh, Mary Jane says man buns are hot. I disagree completely with that, but Hey, to each their own. Uh, let's see. Donna, have you given serious consideration to changing your name to Derek D A R E apostrophe K yet? What I should do if I make it big, like as a filmmaker, because people say that I have a stage name anyway. You know, even uh, when I met Luke's dad this past weekend, he said that my name sounded like a stage name. So I should change it then to D-A-R-E apostrophe K. I, I think that'd be kind of cool. Which stage name I had heard before, but I've heard various, like oh, it's, your name sounds like a rock star name, uh, movie star, porn star, all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, let's see. If you didn't have time to sleep, what would you do with your extra time? Well, I don't really sleep anyway. Uh, so I mostly spend it listening to audiobooks and podcasts. Favorite mythical creature? Dragon. Um, Cindy Weatherford asks, Chipmunk's Christmas CD. Sarah has one she should share. Um, I do not, I did not ever have the Alvin and the Chipmunks. Uh, CD, though I did hear the Christmas songs quite a bit growing up. Anna asks, most irrational fear. This is actually a pretty funny story, and if any of my my J friends are listening, they'll probably know this one. I have a weird fear of birds, and I'll tell you why. First of all, it was the Alfred Hitchcock movie Birds. I watched that as a kid. That freaked me out. And I was at a uh, weekend church getaway in Panama City back in 2005. And me and a few friends were on the beach, and they thought it would be funny to throw uh, food in my direction so seagulls would fly down, go next to me, you know, scoop, scoop up the food and just scare me. So I ran away, and eventually the birds stopped trying to get the food and they just started following me. So ever since then, I've had this weird phobia of birds. Like I, if there's one like flying above my head, it doesn't bother me. But if there's like a group of them that's next to me, it, it, it freaks me out. Uh, let's see, Mary Jane, what is your spirit animal? Well, my spirit animal was Ray Sayre, um, but she still is, uh, even though he does not live here anymore. So, I would say Ray is my spirit animal and give everyone in the chat a spirit animal. Uh, that's kind of tough because I'm not, I can't tell who all is in the chat like every single person. I just see that I've got nine people at the moment. Um, let's see. Uh, what, why, don't, why don't everybody pick their spirit animal? Let's see. Uh, Anna says, true crime podcast, let's go. I will give Anna a shout out for introducing me uh, to a cool podcast that I've been listening to over the last two days called Up and Vanished. It's about uh, this former documentary filmmaker turned amateur investigator who's investigating a real-life disappearance. And it's put together really, really well. It's got you know phone recordings, uh, news recordings from back when this girl first disappeared. It's put together really, really well. And I would love to do something like that, even if it's not like a, a true crime podcast, which I think would be fun to do, but do like a, like a, a topic and really put like some sound bites and some real production value into it instead of me just talking into a microphone. Let's see. Jim Hammond's joined. 
Uh, Sarah asked, if you could turn any activity into an Olympic sport, what would you have a good chance at winning a medal for? If there was a Super Mario Brothers Olympic medal competition, I think I could take it because I love those games growing up. And, you know, I, I, they were games that I was actually good at as a kid and still think I could do pretty good at today. Let's see. Jim says meltdown. Yep, that was meltdown. Mary Jane totally going to bring birds into work now. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, Anna says llama. Donna, my spirit animal is Anna Striano. Sarah says sloth. Uh, Mary Jane, I don't know what mine is. That's why I asked you. Well, you got to pick one. I mean, everybody, I pick my spirit animal. My spirit animal is Ray Sayer. Uh, Anna says we already found a crime to solve. Yes, we did. We've got to, we got to start doing research on that. Um, let's see. Mary Jane loves pandas. I mean, if you, if you think a panda is your spirit animal, then you can pick pandas, your spirit animal, your spirit animal can be whatever you want it to be. Let's see. We've hit the 22 minute mark. Uh, actually I'll answer this question first, Sarah, what TV channel doesn't exist, but really should. Uh, that's a good question. I don't really watch that much TV anymore as far as cable goes. So I don't know like what channels exactly there are. I know there's, you know, home and garden, there's a sci-fi channel, uh, there's comedy channel. Huh? Hmm. That's a very good question. I don't think there's ever really been a channel dedicated solely for video games. So I would say probably that I could be wrong. I'm sure there probably already has been one, but I can't really think of one off the top of my head. Uh, Michelle Aaron has joined. How's it going? Uh, real quick, before I answer any more questions, I'll do this sponsor read real quick. For you, the listeners of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. And Audible has a ton of books to choose from. They have fiction, nonfiction, uh, gaming books. They have books from the Halo series, Gears of War, Mass Effect. They have Star Wars, uh, Mystery, Romance. Any genre you can think of, Audible has. And if you're always on the go like I am, then Audible is a great service to be able to continue to read books even if you don't have time to sit down and read an actual book. And which, speaking of that, I've got to listen to a little bit more of Neil deGrasse Tyson's book before our Astrophysics Club meeting tomorrow. But to do that, go to audibletrial.com slash nerdcave. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash nerdcave for your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. Let's see, Robbie Rawls has joined. Welcome, Mr. Rawls. Uh, let's see, does anybody else have any more questions? Uh, it looks like it hasn't refreshed in a bit. Um, I will say, kind of going back to uh, Mary Jane's earlier question about Survey, the film I worked on, um, there's still a little bit more editing to do. I'm hoping that maybe by the end of the year, it will be made available to the public. Um, I know I've still got to finish a little bit of the sound editing, uh, that I've got to go back and tweak a little bit. And I think after that, I think, uh, I think it should be ready, but I'll let everyone know when it's available. Uh, James Poole is joined. Welcome James. It was great catching up with you the other night, by the way. Uh, Robbie asks, favorite Ninja Turtle? 
it's really close between two. Growing up, my favorite turtle was Donatello because he was the tech guy. He was the nerd. He was the one that I related to the most. But my favorite turtle, as far as a character goes, is Raphael because he's kind of his own. He's his own turtle. Like he he operates within the team, but he's the only one that is really kind of a loner. So he occasionally goes off and he does his own thing or he teams up with Casey Jones. You know, his his character development and his relationship, because he's so different than the other three, to me is is really cool. And that's as I've gotten older and watched like newer incarnations of the shows or gone back and watched the movies, Raphael is a, a really fascinating character. Let's see. Uh, Keith Hellebrand is joined. Welcome, Keith. Uh, James Poole, thanks. Good to see you as well. Anna asks, have you ever broken a bone? Uh, and then D- Donna follows up with his own bone or someone else's. Actually, neither. Um, I've actually never broken anything before. Um, I have sprained my ankle before, and that hurt quite a bit. So I can't imagine having a uh, having a broken bone. Um, there was one scary experience, um, and I think I actually was telling Anna this the other day at work. But um, the one time that I thought I was either going to break something or die was when I got um, into a car accident several years ago. Um, I was driving home and I was approaching an intersection and I was, I was a good distance away. I don't even want to, you know, estimate how far it was, but it, it was, it was fairly far. And the light on my side changed from red to green. So I don't really slow down. There's really nobody in front of me. There's really nobody behind me. There's like one car that's kind of far back behind me, but no one in the area. So I'm crossing the intersection and then someone just hits the side of my Jeep. And in a Jeep, the seatbelt loops through this giant metal piece and my head bangs the back of it, knocking me unconscious. Now, how I didn't get a concussion from this, I have no idea. I've actually got right around here a, uh, a scar that's about that long. So, you know, if I ever go bald or something, I'll at least, you know, look like I've been in like a major fight or something, but that's that and spraining my ankle have been the closest that I've gotten to, um, breaking anything. Let's see. You broke the world record for speed skating Lake Placid winter games. Um, yes, yes. Popcorn or chips? Um, for the most part, I would say chips, but with a movie, you got to go popcorn. Favorite smells and scents, Sarah asks. Um, hmm. Anything vanilla I really like. And one that's kind of off the wall a bit. I would probably say I really like grape smelling stuff. Now, that's kind of weird, but I, I, I like grape stuff. Favorite winter Olympic sport. Oh, that's easy. Curling. Curling's very fun to watch. Mary Jane, tea or coffee? I know you like both. It depends. I don't really like hot tea that much. Um, I like it on occasion, especially when I'm sick. Um, but if I had to pick between the two, I would probably say coffee because I like coffee both hot and cold. Whereas with tea, for the most part, just cold. Uh, Glade or 
poopery. Poopery. Uh, Anna gasoline with heart eyed emojis. The smell, the smell of, uh, the smell of gas doesn't really bother me all that much. I, I, I do. I do like that choice. And then Donna, of course, elaborates. Anna Striano is my spirit animal. She should be everybody's spirit animal. Uh, if I'm being completely honest, let's see. Uh, Cindy says gain Febreze. Yeah. Febreze is, uh, Febreze is a genius invention. Let's see. Um, any other questions? Well, we've got actually 11 people in the chat, which is a lot more than I was expecting, to be honest, because this was such a, a last minute thing, you know, with having to cancel the roundtable and, you know, deciding, oh, I'm just going to do, I'm just going to do a Facebook Live AMA. But I do appreciate everybody uh, stopping by and taking time. Let's see. Sarah says, you missed a couple questions I asked earlier. Well, let's scroll back up then. Let's see. Uh, see, I answered that one. If you didn't have time to sleep, I answered that one. Uh, now this is freezing on me. Um, I'm not seeing any questions that I missed. Let's see. Uh, favorite holiday Reese's option. Oh, that's easy. The Reese's Easter eggs. Um, like Barbara Streisand, do you ever have stage fright? I will say I actually get a little bit of anxiety every time that I do an interview with a guest for this show, especially if it's, you know, somebody like the, when I interviewed Jake Plummer a couple of years ago, you know, I had all my stuff set up in the Reds room. I'm just waiting for him to call me and I start to just sweat like uncontrollably. Like my, my hands felt, felt really clammy and you know, I was just extremely nervous because I'm like, this guy was, you know, a starting quarterback in the NFL and he's going to talk to a nobody from Pensacola. So really anytime that I've done like an interview with somebody I don't know, I get a little bit of anxiety at least. It's gotten better over the years, but God, that first year especially was, it was really, really bad. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Anna said, I cried today because my Reese's tree melted. Uh, yeah, that does suck. I, I would cry too. Sarah, what's the most annoying question that people ask you? <sighs> um, there's not really a specific question that people ask me that annoys me. Um, I will say like when people, like if I answer the question and I don't know if it's like they don't understand the answer or they have to ask again, but they ask it like slightly differently. If they have to ask the same question multiple times, that can get annoying. And I ask, when are you interviewing Philip Rivers? Um, that's a very good question. I, I will, I'll say this. I will try after football season is over. I can't guarantee that I'll get it, but I will make an attempt to do it. There, there's another, there's a few football players that I would love to interview, but Philip Rivers would be an interesting one. And I would assume that if that happens, that you'll have to be my, my guest co-host, which I don't know if I'll have a choice in the matter, but no, it, it'd be fun. Uh, Donna asks, imagine how nervous Jake Plummer was. Who I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's why he called me a few minutes later than he was supposed to. Worst thing you ever did as a kid. 
I was actually really obnoxious as a kid. Um, I don't know. I'll have to think about that one and get back because that that's that's a long ways back to remember. I have enough trouble remembering what I did yesterday opposed to what I did when I was a kid. Let's see. Um, did you like Al Roker better when he was fat? Yes. What job would you be terrible at? Um, what job would you be terrible at? Probably anything that involves outdoor work because I'm not an outdoor person. Like I, I've, I've made this joke at work before that if we were all do like exchange jobs in everybody's department, if you put me as groundskeeper, I wouldn't know the first thing to do. Like maybe cut the grass. Then from there I'd be like, um, I, I don't know. Uh, what, what am I supposed to do next? Let's see. Donna Derek, D-A-R-E-K, diamond is my spirit animal. Let's see. Oh, that, yeah, I'll tell that joke in a second, Sarah. Um, secret talent. Hmm. I don't know if my B-52s guy impression counts as a secret talent. But one day I do want to sing Love Shack to karaoke because I have, I have been told that I do a pretty good impression of that guy. Let's see. Uh, what songs have you completely memorized? Uh, Love Shack is one. Um, hmm. There's a couple of Van Halen songs that I know by heart. I know Jump. I know... Hmm. A lot of 80s pop songs I know by heart just because I listened to them so much as a kid and even still now. You know, uh, a lot of those I know. So the Sarah's comment about the tape, there's this running gag that I have that when somebody asks me what's the worst thing I've ever done, I say, and this is a really bad joke, by the way. So if I see like a huge group of people leave, like if this count goes from like nine to two, then I totally understand. So I tell people that, you know, when I was younger, back when I lived in the, uh, the suburbs, and I use that term very loosely of J Florida, uh, we used to have a video store. And I would rent, you know, I would rent movies from there all the time. And I would tell people the worst thing I've ever done was I returned a tape to the video store without rewinding it. Because, you know, they'd say, oh, well, you know, you're supposed to rewind the tape before you bring it back. Well, there was a, there was quite a few times that I didn't. But, you know, that that's just a really bad joke that I used to tell when I was younger. Let's see. Um, Anna wants me to do the... Well, yeah, I know pour some sugar on me, too. Um, I will do the B-52s impression. I'd have to have a couple of drinks in me first. Um, let's see. Jim Hammond, West Florida or West Alabama? I'm actually pulling for UWF to win. I don't know that they will, but just the fact that they've made it this far in their second year is pretty insane. First concert you ever went to. Um, the first one I can remember going to, um, cause my parents used to go to quite a few concerts back when the base center was fairly new and wasn't a rundown piece of crap that it is right now. Um, it probably an Alan Jackson concert was the first one that I, I can remember going to cause my parents really liked him and you know, we, anytime he would come to Pensacola, we would always go. Um, they did go to an Eagles concert once without me that I still hold against them to this very day. Uh, but Alan Jackson's probably the first one. 
or at least it's the first one I remember. Let's see. Um, Anna says Backstreet Boys. Uh, Sarah says Michael Bolton. Wow. I, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. You did mention that to me. Um, let's see. I do. Yeah, Sarah, I do have a drink. I have my, uh, my Guinness in my Sir Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan Kenobi cup. Let's see. Um, any more questions? And it's, this is running a bit slow. So I, I know it's, I'm might be a bit behind on everything. Oh yes. Uh, Anna has the, the shocked face emojis, I guess for my videotape story. Um, yeah, it's going to take more than a Guinness to get me to do the B the B-52s impression. Let's see, see if there's any song or any questions that I've missed. All right. Any, any more questions? Weirdest thing you've ever done for money. Um, I know one. And I think you guys will get a kick out of this. So I was in college. I was taking, um, I was taking photography classes and at the PSC art building, um, you know, there's, there's commercial photo, there's digital photo, photo, photojournalism, uh, photo one and two, where you develop, uh, photos in like a dark room back in the, back in the dark ages. So a friend of mine who was in commercial photo, um, had a, um, the, her final project was this, um, it was supposed to be a friend of hers dressed in drag for, um, you know, and take photos or whatever. And the guy backed out at the last minute. So my friend says, look, I will pay you if you will do this photo shoot. So I did a photo shoot and I don't remember how much I got paid, but there is actual photo evidence. And I have these photos of myself decked out in full blonde wig, female attire, all this stuff. Um, they will probably never be released to the public. At least I hope they won't be. Uh, but I didn't really do too much weird stuff in school. I pretty much what you see is what you get with me, but it's the things I do for friends is, is pretty crazy. Yeah, I know. Right. Anna, what a guy. Yeah. I, it shows how much I'll stick my neck out. And what's funny is the, the head of the art building at the time actually saw the, actually saw the photos and he called me out on it. Like across the hallway, he says, Hey Derek, I just want you to know you make a great looking woman. I was like, um, thanks. What is the most heartwarming thing you've ever seen? One of the most heartwarming things. I don't know if it's the most, but one of the most this was actually at a Blue Wahoos game back in 2014. And I'm sure Donna remembers this if she's still watching. We, had, uh, we have this game called the Sight and Sun Vision Challenge, where we have this blurry image and it kind of comes in focus, goes out of focus, comes back in focus, out of focus, so on and so forth. Well, we did the special version of it. We took this family out on the field. They stood by first base. <clears throat> Excuse me. And... Um, the vision challenge was of the, the, the family's dad or husband who was overseas in the military, but had actually come home to surprise them. And while they're watching the screen, he comes out of the dugout and stands behind them. 
And downtown Dave says, you know, well, you guys have a, a special visitor. So why don't you guys turn around? And it's, you know, it, it's a really heartwarming moment. The video is actually on YouTube. Uh, but, you know, I remember shooting that from the press box and I thought this, all the hours that we put into our job and all the stress that it causes, when we get to do stuff like that, it really makes it all worth it. Let's see. What could you give a 40 minute presentation on with absolutely no preparation? Um, probably, probably Star Wars. Star Wars would be one or the Legend of Zelda video game series. Anna says those always make me cry. Yeah, they, that was, a. Uh, that was a really good moment. We, we've had a couple of reunion moments like that, but that one in particular always sticks out to me. Uh, Anna, what movie always makes you cry? Um, trying to think what movie always makes me cry. Hmm. I have to think about that one. Cause there, there hasn't really been a particular movie I can remember. That's actually, like made me cry. I'd have to really, really think about that. There's been like moments in shows and whatnot that have kind of made me teary eyed. Um, as far as like pure sadness, I haven't actually, I, I know one, this isn't a, what movie always makes me cry, but I will tell, uh, the one movie that I, that actually made me cry in the theaters. And it was not a star Wars movie. It was toy story three. You know, it came out in, I think, 2011. And, you know, I grew up watching Toy Story and then seeing when they announced that the third one was being made, I wasn't sure how I felt about it because it had been so long since the second one. But when I read the premise of it, I knew that it was going to work because Andy was in college and, you know, those kids that were my age or a little bit younger kind of grew up with Andy and whenever he leaves Woody buzz and all the other toys and he leaves and goes off to college in that moment, I actually got teary eyed because it was like, you know, it was like you were leaving your childhood behind. It's like you were growing up, you know, it, it really, it really tugged at the heartstrings, if you will. Let's see. Um, Donna says that was a special moment. Anna says Armageddon. Yep, that's a good one. Uh, Sarah says Selena. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, I'm just getting over a, a sinus infection. Uh, Luke is joined and Shirley is joined. Welcome, guys. Uh, William Tyler Brunner says Cinderella Man, straight up tearjerker for men. Yeah, I do agree with that one. Uh, Luke says Rudy makes me cry every time, guaranteed. Best football movie I think that's ever been made is Rudy. It's not just one of the best football movies, one of the best sports movies ever made like that. That is, it's such a good, inspiring story. And it's a movie that I try to watch every August before football season, but I haven't got to do it in the last, I think two years, but I, I really need to watch that movie again. It's such a good movie. What would you rate a 10 out of 10? Um, as far as like movies or, um, like what, what exactly, like, is it a specific thing? Because if we're talking movies, Hmm, 
Closest thing I would rate to a 10 would probably be probably be Empire Strikes Back TV show. Um, probably Cheers or Seinfeld. Video game would be Zelda Ocarina of Time. That's what I would rate a 10 out of 10. See, James Poole says Seabiscuit made me tear up. I've actually never seen Seabiscuit, unfortunately. It's, it's a movie I need to add to the list. And it's something that I'm going to try to do during our Christmas break is catch up on all the movies, shows, all that fun stuff. Uh, just because I'm so behind on everything. Yeah, I feel like I need two weeks off just to catch up on everything. Let's see. Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan was a very good movie. <clears throat> Excuse me. I shouldn't have drank that Guinness. Um, yeah, Wrath of Khan, it's... See, I'm not... Like, I don't dislike Star Trek, but I'm not a huge Star Trek guy. I've seen all the movies. I've actually never watched a single episode of the original series. I love The Next Generation growing up. I used to watch that show with my grandma all the time. Uh, but never seen the original one. What fad or trend do you hope comes back? Uh, Sarah asked that one. Um, fad or trend? Um, probably, since I know you'll hate this answer, um, I'll say 80s fashion would be mine. Um, but no, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not like a huge fashion person. So I, I will just simply say 80s fashion because I love that decade and I know that you don't like that answer. Uh, Cindy says disco. Anna says grunge. Yeah, grunge grunge was a fun time. Uh, gotta love those flannel shirts. Uh, let's see. Disco. I, I couldn't pull off the disco trend. I, I just I couldn't do it. Grunge. I, I did a grunge phase when I was a kid when Nirvana first came out and kind of Shook up the whole music scene, if you will. Uh, let's see. Any more questions? Wow, I'm actually going almost 50 minutes. That's crazy. Last show you binged watch. Um, probably Luke Cage, uh, the Marvel Netflix show. Was That was that might have been when I was sick for a few days and wasn't at work. There, now, there was some stretch of time where I binged that show in like two days. Started off really slow, but it, it ended up being really, really good. I like Luke Cage a lot. Um, I, we did binge Stranger Things when it first came out. I think we finished that in three days because we watched it over a weekend except for the last episode because we had to watch the last episode after work that Monday. So Stranger Things and Luke Cage were my, my last two shows that I binged watched. Um, what age would you like to live to? Um, I would say whatever age I'm still relatively healthy at, you know, we, there's something, you know, that I actually talked about with, um, with Eric Funden the other day. Um, it, it depends on, you know, like if you're, if you're in your nineties and you can still fully function and get around well, then, you know, why not? Like my great grandma lived to be 97 and she was a fully functional person the 90 the first 96 years of her life she could still do yard work and trim hedges and mow lawns in her mid 90s and then you know she got sick and 
her health kind of declined pretty quickly from that. So, you know, it, um, if I had to put an answer on it, maybe, you know, maybe eighties, nineties, uh, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? That's a really good question. Um, the two P if I had to pick out Spielberg would be really good. It's really close between Steven Spielberg and Vince McMahon, because I feel like the two of them would tell just the best stories, but I would probably pick Spielberg just because he's in the field that I want to be in. And I would love to just pick his brain on, you know, how he did things and how he came up with all these great ideas and everything. I'd love to even just spend a minute with the guy just talking with him. Uh, Sarah, who are, what do you wish you knew more about? Um, Hmm. What do I wish I knew more about? Um, probably still like working on my social anxiety issues. You know, I'm a lot better than what I used to be, but I'd still love to, I guess having the self-confidence to do whatever you want, like overcoming self-doubt would be my answer. Uh, number one on your bucket list, uh, make a feature length film is number one on my bucket list. Whether or not it's successful, I have no idea if it would be or not, but just, just to actually say that I did it would be the number one thing that I would want to accomplish on my bucket list. Another thing that's up there is to travel out of the country, preferably to visit maybe somewhere like Italy or Australia. Uh, let's see. Going back to the what age would you like to live to question, I'll actually say 100. I will say I would like to live to be 100. Uh, any more questions that you guys have? Oh, thank you for that text, Donna. I'll have to watch that documentary. Let's see. Any other questions that you guys have? Tyler Bruner, does Adam Sandler have even one good film? I think so. I like his older comedies. I love Happy Gilmore. Billy Madison's good, too. I think that movie is slightly overrated. I think Happy Gilmore's much better. Um, the water boy is really funny. Um, the other, his other movies are okay. Uh, but I think his last good movie he did was probably anger management with Jack Nicholson. After that, his Mr. Deeds was okay too, but his career kind of took a nosedive after that. And, you know, I haven't watched any of his newer stuff, so I, I have no idea how his movies are now. I know he does a lot of he does a lot of Netflix exclusives. Sarah says 50 First Dates. Yeah, that one was pretty good too. But yeah, I, I haven't seen any of his newer stuff in a long, long time. All right, let's see. Any other questions before we wrap this up? I mean, I'll I'll go I'll go to an hour. I'm at 52:30 right now. So I'll I'll go I'll go in a, I'll go to an hour. If you guys have any more questions, so still holding strong at eight people. So I only lost, well, now we've gained one more person. So I didn't lose anybody with my bad videotape joke. See, while we wait on the questions, I will say I'll probably be doing 
another uh, Facebook Live next week, um, unless you know we do unless we do the DC roundtable then, which that would be on Facebook Live too. So there will be some type of Facebook Live video uh, next Tuesday, a week from today. So um, you'll definitely have that to look forward to. These have been a lot of fun to do. You know, I, I love interacting with everybody, and this is an idea I wish I came up with, you know, a long time ago. Because, you know, my friends Zach and Robbie over uh, on the Nerd Cave do Facebook Live and just live streaming quite a bit. And I never really got into it. But now that I'm seeing how much fun it can be, you know, it's, um, you know, it's great. Um, My mom asked, absolute favorite food? Well, pizza was my favorite food growing up. um, And it's still up there on my list. Um, absolute favorite food would probably be, hmm, pizza's up there. It's really close between that, a really well-cooked steak, and a really good grilled cheese. I love grilled cheese and like a nice chicken noodle soup to go with it. Uh, that That's one of my favorite, you know, like cold weather meals is just grilled cheese Even, oh, actually grilled turkey and cheese. You know, everyone's heard of grilled ham and cheese, but um, when I lived in my first apartment, I tried grilled turkey and cheese. So, so good. Love grilled turkey and cheese. Let's see. um, Tyler Bruner, are you happy with UF's new football coach pick? Uh, Absolutely. I'm, Dan Mullen wasn't my absolute top choice, but I was really glad that UF picked him up. I think he'll be really good. I mean, he's had success there before. He's been a head coach in the SEC, um, you know, for the last nine years at Mississippi State. He seems really excited to be there. Um, I I think it's going to be great. It's going to take time to turn things around, but maybe in a couple of years, UF won't be uh, difficult to watch as it has been for the last decade. Um, Luke Sasser, what's your favorite dish to cook? Um, probably stir fry. I really like cooking stir fry, especially with chicken. Uh, Sarah, what's something you hope never changes? Um, I think something I hope never changes is, are the relationships that I've built, you know, with, with friends, um, and others over, um, over the last several years. Like I I feel like because when I was in college and even like immediately after that, I wasn't exactly in the best place and I've met, you know, several people who have helped me get out of that. And, um, yeah. So I hope my relationships with, you know, people I know currently, uh, never change. Let's see. Jenny Weaver grilled cheese and tomato soup is my favorite comfort food. And Brett Boutwell's joined. Welcome, Brett. Thank you very much for joining. Uh, still got still got a few more minutes here, so if you guys want to um, if you guys want to add in any last minute questions before I start wrapping things up, uh, definitely go right ahead. Um, I'll actually ask I, I'll ask you guys this: um, What is your absolute favorite dish to cook? Because cooking something that, you know, I have, I've picked up really the last few years. Like when I moved out, I kind of had to learn how to cook. 
so what, what are your guys' favorite things to cook? While I wait on those, I'll go ahead and do uh, my social media plugs. Um, if you want to follow the show, um, obviously you're watching on Facebook Live. Just go to facebook.com slash Podcast. Click the like button. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast. especially on Instagram. I normally post a 60-second preview of that week's upcoming episode. Um, so that those have been kind of fun to do to give everybody a little tease of what's to come for that week. Um, Twitter, you know, I'm always posting the links to the show on Twitter. Um, I haven't built a, a, I used to have a website. Maybe I should build another one. Um, but now I don't have a website, just Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you want to follow, um, if you want to subscribe to the show, go to iTunes, Stitcher, all podcasting platforms. Just search for the Derek Diamond Experience. Um, and if you would just leave a review, um, reviews definitely help me become more visible uh, to the general podcasting public. They help me uh, climb the rankings as far as search results go, so that way I'm easier to find. So all that stuff would be uh, would be fantastic. All right, favorite dishes to cook. Uh, Jim Hammond says Indian butter chicken. Donna Diamond says spaghetti. Cindy Weatherford lasagna. Luke says honey balsamic chicken. And then uh, Tyler Brunner, anything grilled? Always looking for an excuse to grill. I agree. Grilling's great. I love grilling. Um, Sarah says mac and cheese, stir fry. Very recently made some delicious chicken noodle soup. Yes, you did. And some fudge. That was very good as well. Um, Let's see. Brittany Buchanan has joined. Welcome. You've joined uh, right as we're about to start wrapping up the show. Uh, But no, this was was a lot of fun. These are definitely becoming... um, Donna makes delicious soups too. Uh, what what kind of soups do you make, Donna? Like, what's your what's your favorite soup to make? Because I, I I love soups. I love you know chicken noodle soup. Um, I, I like the I like the chunky soups too, like with the little bits of steak and all in them. Those those are really good. Let's see, uh, sweet potato soup. Wow, I've never even thought to make sweet potato soup. That sounds delicious. I do want to try. I've never actually tried making potato soup. Uh, that's ho- something I hope to make for, um, for, uh, over the next couple of weeks. So definitely want to, definitely want to try that out. Uh, but yeah, we're closing in on an hour. So I think I'm going to, uh, wrap up the show here. Um, so thank you guys very much for tuning in. Uh, the audio version of the show will be available on, uh, on Thursday, which will be November 30th. Um, And I'll be back next week with either a roundtable or another Facebook Live AMA. Uh, Thanks so much to everybody who uh, stopped in. It was a lot of fun. And uh, enjoy the rest of your night. Listening to a Nerd Cave Network production.